Welcome in to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. We're not supposed to open up a truck and see stacks of bodies in there. The fact of the matter is the border is closed. That statement that the border is closed, that's just a flat-out lie. An explosive charge against the former president. Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Angle. Welcome Finland and Sweden. By joining NATO. Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Lamprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. All right, welcome in. We are uh, in studio. We are back. And uh, I have been getting a few uh, texts and emails saying, where are you? They missed uh, us. Well, here's the bottom line. I, I mentioned this last week. What happened? Well, I've got two grandsons. They're playing in Little League All-Stars. Very proud of them. And uh, high priority for me, I'm going to be at their games, folks. So in all honesty, I hope I miss a lot of programs over the next couple of weeks because that means they're winning. Right now, they're one and one. one of my, they're on two different teams, so that makes it uh, a double effort. Uh, one of my grandsons lost his first game. Yes, the other, uh, other team won their first game. In fact, there'll be a big game in Rocky Mount tomorrow night between the uh, Greenville Tar Heel Little Leagues and the Greenville North State. My uh, older grandson plays for Greenville North State. So that's why we're hit, hit and miss. But we're here in studio uh, today and tomorrow, Friday, we'll see. Uh, lots to talk about. Joe Biden's got blood on his hands. I mean, for sure he's got blood on his hands. The death toll for the migrants trapped inside that truck in Texas during the heat has now risen to 53. Goodness. Mm. 11 migrants are still hospitalized. So, in other words, you had a total of 64 people stuffed in one tractor trailer in the, in the heat, in the Texas heat. And I, I, this, this has got to be laid right at the feet of Joe Biden. I mean, here we've got a situation where people just in, in everybody south of the border thinks, hey, it's a free-for-all. Come on in. Do whatever you darn well please. Well, what's, what's the one thing that you know, changed <laughs> in terms of the numbers and the number of instances like this? It was the election of Joe Biden. Yeah. And, and when they you know, interview people, you know, the large caravans have been coming over. I mean – Every single one of them stated that, hey, they thought Joe Biden yeah. said it Uncle, was okay. Uncle Joe said, come on over. And and every month is something like this. It's it's definitely on the Democrats. And the fact that, you know, they want to start blaming uh, Governor Abbott of Texas for it. I mean, you got to be kidding. I, hey, you know, this isn't the border between Texas and Arkansas. This is the border right. of the United States. Right. Just so happens to be Texas is the last state. And, and, and they're doing all they can. I mean, they've spent... They've spent, I last saw what. They're trying uh, to rebuild the wall. Yeah. And, and the Biden administration's come in and refused to sell them the materials that the U.S. taxpayer paid for is just sitting there rusting. They want to go in and build the wall. They're doing all they can. They've got the Texas National Guard out there. <laughs> and this is at, uh, uh, again, blood is on your hands, Joe. And, you know, here, 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 here you, you got people. That you know the Democrats mainly AOCs of the world, you know just running down America about how bad America is. But you've got people in a in adjacent country, Mexico, literally dying to get in, dying to get in, taking chances like that. Um, must be a pretty decent yeah. place, yeah. but it shouldn't happen. Well, it and happen. AOC, why don't you go down to South America? 
Why don't you go down to one of these other countries these people are leaving if they're so great and we're so bad? Uh, on top of that, the Biden administration, this is out of Fox News, they reported this yesterday, the Biden administration has quietly signed a five-year contract to start leasing an abandoned school in Greensboro, North Carolina, to house unaccompanied migrant children away from the southern border, a move that's causing backlash from Republican lawmakers who say the move contradicts prior claims by the administration. I mean, this administration are just flat-out liars. I'm sorry to sound so disrespectful to the office of the presidency, but I'm sorry they're flat-out liars. Potentially thousands of migrant children, thousands, will be detained at the American Hebrew Academy campus in Greensboro until they can be housed with either family members already living in the United States or other sponsors. They're talking about hiring. I don't know how big this campus is. It must be huge. I mean, have you ever heard of it? I've never heard of it, no. But they're talking about hiring 800 people to run the operation. And and, and here, here, this really, really irritates me. Uh, this one county commissioner in Guilford County, it's about the people. It's about the children. It's about the jobs. It's about doing the right thing for these children. These are innocent children. We shouldn't put politics in the midst of this. <laughs> Was that Jim Hunt that said that? It's about the children. It's about the children. It's some guy named Skip Austin. Listen, politics was brought into this by your president. It is, it is political. I mean, they, they create a crisis, and then, I mean, this is so typical of liberals. Let's sell it on the emotion. Oh, it's all about the children. And we'll vilify you if you question it. Unbelievable. The use of the campus, which is near, the re, near our residential neighborhood, is leading to criticism from House Republicans. They're pointing to testimony last year from Javier Becerra who was asked by Representative Richard Hudson whether there was truth to reports that the administration was planning to house migrants in the state. There's no plans we have to shelter children in North Carolina, he said. The decision to now resettle UACs in Greensboro directly contradicts what you said previously and comes as a complete surprise to us and our constituencies. We're going to have uh, Senator Jim Perry on with us today. We've got to reschedule. He's getting ready to go into a meeting about the time we are going to have him on. Uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't put this at Jim's feet, but I'd just really be curious, were they given any warning at all that this was happening? Mm. Again, Fox News is saying this was done in a very stealth manner that they signed this five-year contract. Why North Carolina? You know, well, that, I'm sure this is happening all over the country. Yeah, I guess maybe uh, – I mean, I'd like, really like to see the places it is, it is happening across the country. And, uh, you know, are they trying to um, – are they are they trying to go to states that they view as kind of purple states and maybe swing Good them? Good question. I mean, it's just – I don't know. I, my radar goes up when they go to places like North Carolina. Um, I mean, there's several states between here and there. <laughs> or is it, is it just some sort of revenge because North Carolina – Voted for Donald Trump last time. I mean, the the, 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 the political um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Revenge is not the right word I want to use, but the, the, when when they turn backlash, around – Backlash. Backlash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the idea that, okay, you did something – I mean, look at what they're doing to the individuals that were arrested for the January 6th breach into the U.S. Capitol. Mm-hmm. And yet, do we see any arrest? No. Mm-hmm. By Merrick Garland? 
to the people that are protesting, the people that are breaking the law, to the people that are at the very houses, and the people that are making threats to the United States <laughs> Supreme Court justices? We don't see any of that. No. I, one, one of the funny uh, articles at Babylon B, I think earlier this week, <laughs> wrote you know the satirical website that right they said uh democrats uh put a pause on the january 6th hearing so they can have an insurrection speaking of which this cassidy hutchinson oh, she used to goodness. work for uh, mark meadows mm-hmm. i mean first of all the last time i checked such testimony would not even be allowed in a court of law. I mean, this is this is pure hearsay evidence. And, I mean, there's no court that would allow this. Immediately it would be thrown out. I mean, she comes in and she says, well, I was, you know, um, a, a friend of mine who I knew told me this story. And again, the, the uh, so first of all, the idea of, of hearsay evidence is is totally worthless. Although the January sixth committee or commission, whatever they are, are, are totally worthless. And, oh, yeah. and, and you know they don't they don't care about following law. They their their motivation is trying to sway the court of public opinion to vilify Donald Trump and any conservative out there. That's it. But the idea is so laughable that. Donald Trump was somehow riding shotgun in the beast and reaches over and grabs the wheel and then starts choking one of the secrets. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't even pass the laugh test. And yet you have these horses rear ends in the mainstream media and CNN and MSNBC that are applauding it. And the headlines are, oh, Republican leaders are aghast. Oh, yeah. Of the evil of Donald Trump. I mean, this is so <clears throat> far fetched and ridiculous, <laughs> and yet the the Adam Schiffs of the world just continue to just to. And I mean, Adam Schiff is a proven liar. Oh, he's and look, last night, um, all the major news networks, and and I'll even say Fox News before before some other uh, information came out later. But, the, I mean, they treated this as a bombshell story, bombshell yes, witness, I know. a big deal. Here it comes. And, you know, she, uh, Cassidy Hutchison says all this. And I read CNN articles last night about it, read all through it, you know, headlines about the bombshell, headline article about what happened. Well, at the bottom of the article, you know, she said she was basically uh, providing testimony based on what uh, Robert Engel and uh, Tony Amato had told her. Right, hearsay. Okay, but but wait a minute. Engel and Amato both testified yeah. before the committee behind closed doors, but their statements were not used in the hearing Tuesday. You know damn yeah, well yeah, if yeah, they yeah. said anything that was bombshell evidence, they would have been testifying. Yeah. It is a freaking lie, and the news media jumped all over it. I, I mean, I think it's a kangaroo court. I, I think that I think the news media is just as bad as the, as the oh, uh, yeah. January sixth hearing committee. Oh, but they're in the, look, they're in the same boat. The, I mean, they are the news media, the mainstream media that piles on this. I mean, there's don't get me wrong, there are a lot of people in in the mainstream news media that are flat out stupid, but there's a lot of people that aren't. This is intentional. Oh yeah, and they're oh, they, yeah. I mean, they're the insurrectionists. By far, by, by far. I mean, it is it the? You're right. The irony of what is going on that this January sixth committee 
is investigating insurrection when you have Nancy Pelosi, who goes against congressional history back to when Congress was started in terms of those people sitting on this committee. I mean, it is a total out-and-out joke. And if if this was reverse, if this was a Donald Trump pulling this kind of stunt when he was in office, I mean— that committee wouldn't have lasted two weeks because no. night after night after night you would have had the mainstream media just pounding on top of this of how how wrong this is, how immoral this is, how illegal this is. And I, I think when I last when I left earlier, I was uh, just kind of scanning through. I think I counted. There's three networks now coming out and saying that these two guys are saying that didn't happen. Right. You know, so I. I I think it's going to probably backfire, but the, but the problem is, you know, we we keep up with this stuff far right. more than anyone else does. Right. And what are they? I mean, people now. Bottom line, most people are lazy. I mean, they just look at headlines. Exactly. And I, and I can hear I can hear some of my liberal friends now. Can you believe what Donald Trump did? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and this long article with CNN it. They don't talk about it till you get to the last paragraph about uh, the two. Oh, that by the way, the two guys refuted it. Refuted. I mean, just give me a break. Well, and again, as I said at the beginning of the story, their goal is to try to do what you just said your friend would buy into. They want to try to sway the court of public opinion enough that somehow they might not get totally shellacked come November. You tell a lie long enough, and uh, enough people are going to believe it. Uh, that's what Hitler said. Yeah. The uh, By the way, you're right, though. Uh, interestingly, the Washington Times is reporting that anti-Trump Republicans hoping that the January 6th hearings are breaking the president's hold on the party base were disappointed. There were um, a number of elections yesterday in which Trump-backed candidates ended up winning. Right now, well, overall, Trump-backed candidates yesterday went 12 for 12 in primary contest. Now, Donald Trump's critics are saying, well, yeah, but he's not picking the winners until just days before the election after he knows they're going to win. Hey, uh, you know, th- th- that, that could be true to some degree, but uh, you know, some, some of the people that Donald Trump picked in the uh, for the North Carolina primary, he picked way, way out there oh, yeah. and uh, stuck with them. But uh, didn't necessarily prevail. But overall, out of according to the Washington Post, now this is no no conservative paper. The Washington Post says that the Trump's primary picks, pretty good batting average. I mean, this batting average would be well over seven fifty. He's one hundred and thirty five out of one hundred and forty seven primary picks. It's mm, pretty good. Yeah, and uh, I would say that uh, that's not just. Uh, going out and saying, I think this guy's going to win, so therefore I'm going to pick him. Uh, and this, yeah, this isn't a lame duck president. This is a president that lost. He's yeah. not a sitting president. Yeah. And yeah. to be that high, I mean, that's pretty good numbers. Well, and I, I would love to, you know, and of course, on the other side of the aisle, no Democrat wants Joe Biden to even come <laughs> near them. He's toxic. Well, I, I think in the last few days, um, you know, they're starting to report more on the Hunter Biden laptop stories. Yeah. And I, I think people are trying to run away from Joe Biden, including uh, including everyone in the G7. Because, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he is the most inept person there. Has uh, he passed wind over there yet? I don't, 
Hey, we're going to take a time out. Stay with us. Lots more to come. We'll be right back. The 4th of July is a sacred day in our country. When the pilgrims and the... the uh... Please stand by. We're experiencing technical difficulties. Like I was saying, George Washington and the Indian, the Native American, fought for the King of France, England, to become a free nation, just like we're fighting the COVID virus. I mean, inflation. So have a Merry Christmas. Happy Independence Day. Decode the day's news with Tom and Benny on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Clark, you did good on that one. Oh, you had me laughing. You think if if someone went in the White House and decorated it for Christmas, Joe would notice. (laughs) I mean, really. He'd come out. Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, yeah. Good grief. What happened? The uh, weather forecast for the next couple days, partly cloudy, low 67 tonight, plenty of sunshine on Thursday, partly cloudy tomorrow night, low near 70. Tomorrow's high is going to be 91. Friday, mostly cloudy, early than scattered uh, thunderstorms developing later in the day, a high of 89. A few clouds from time to time, Friday night, low near 70. So uh, we still need some more rain. It looks like we will have a few passing showers over the next few days. Um. Let's go to the phones. Josh from Bath has been waiting patiently. Five six one eight two five five. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, guys. Good to talk with you again. I uh, I really liked the analysis you had earlier of the immigration move they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you were exactly right on what they're they're trying to do is punishment and pandering all in one. Um, they picked an area of a purple state. Um, they're in Greensboro that has been one of their strongholds for a long time, and they're pandering by putting it there. Now, the, the big deal about all this is that state-level people and local-level people, um, they're, they're kind of in on it. Um, they've got Cooper in the governor's mansion who's preventing you know anybody getting together and saying, hey, North Carolina doesn't like this, and just kind of unilaterally allowing the federal government to do this, but then I would say he's also kind of rewarding those people that are lifelong Democrat voters there in Greensboro, for the most part, um, and saying, hey, we're going to put these contracts and this money here into your area because you've been voting for us. Now, the real problem that nobody's really talked about is they're going to put these unaccompanied minors here, and once they get here, what are they going to do with them? Are they eventually going to send them back when somebody else gets into power federally? No. And this is this is a longer-term plan. Yeah. This goes beyond them just trying to win votes and, and, and what they're doing with it. They're continuing the whole DACA program dreamers. of making yeah. dreamers, lifelong dreamers. They've had, if you look at the numbers, they've had almost more dreamers here in North Carolina take advantage of federal money and federal programs in the state than just about any other state so that they know that that's reliable. They can they can work with this once they get any number of kids. Can you imagine how many kids they're going to have at this campus if they're going to have 800 people oh, employed, thousands paid by the about. federal government? Yeah. It's got to be in the thousands of kids. And you think they're all going to just do what you say and hang around and, and go back wherever they're from when you get done with this. Now, that's well, not to say that people in North Carolina aren't compassionate about their situation, but they're taking advantage of that fact. They know that there are people, they know they're not playing by the rules and that there are people opposed to it. Well, here's, so they're saying, here, here's we can't the, win through the 
Supreme Court, we're just going to do what we want. Here's the other thing, too. Uh, and this, uh, I think his name was Skip Austin, a, a county commissioner up in uh, the Greensboro area. You know, he's talking about, oh, you know, we've got to be compassionate to the children. You know, you hear these sob stories about these little kids being abandoned, you know, you, a five-year-old, a, a three-year-old coming across the border or found in the desert. And, you know, those are th- that's not the rule. Those are the exception. You go look at these caravans coming across the border, and they're not little kids. Now, there are some little kids, but as a percentage of the ones coming across, I bet it's, I bet it's less than 2% are under the age of 12. And by and large, it's, it's male adults and young adults. The question is, what is your definition of children? These kids that are going to be kids, these people that are going to be brought up here that are illegal, it's going to be really interesting. If they get away with this, it's going to be really interesting to find out what the crime statistics up in that area turn out to be. I think the crime statistics have been bad enough there over the years in North Carolina anyway, so they, they the only way they could have done worse is if they'd have plunked this thing down in the middle of Kenston or, or the, the worst parts of Greenville right now. Um, and they probably would have done that, being as both of those yeah. areas are prime areas for their voters. But uh, I would uh, I would say this is this administration isn't playing fairly by the rules, and we know this because they've let these people in in the first place. Well, they're spending know. money to keep these people here, yep. and they're not spending it on the American people. They're taking the money from the American people against their wishes and spending it in ways that are contrary to the American Well, and kudos, kudos to the Democrats that they pull this off and, and they use the emotional argument of we've got to do it for the children. Mm-hmm. And it, it has, they could care less about the children. Their concern is about their agenda. Yeah, and the problem was created by, by their failure to enforce the law and you know they they remove the Trump policy of stay in Mexico policies, and that's why everybody's you know all of a sudden it's, the borders are are full of of you know of children and unaccompanied minors. Here's another question I have, Josh, and I'm gonna try to find out the answer tonight and do a little research. This American Hebrew Academy was closed in June of 2019. My question is, who owns the property? Skip Austin, which is the uh, chairman of the board of commissioners for Guilford County. I don't know Does anything on the property. I don't know anything about him. I'm yeah. not saying that, but he's in the real estate business. And well, uh, and I'd be willing to bet he had to buy it outright because there there was a public interest in whatever the deal that gave them the property in the first place. But you can you can look up who had it before him on the uh, oh I will I will find GIS it. information. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, looking that, at GIS right now. Available. I'm looking at GIS right now. I don't have enough but, information, but I will you, find that out. That gives you an even broader question of. Should we allow public officials to be able to have ownership and investment control over Absolutely projects? Not. It's an absolute conflict of interest. Over? Absolutely yeah. conflict of we've, interest. We've had a lot of that going on in Beaufort County before, and we've had commissioners that almost, well, they did lose partial licenses, but could, could have lost their careers and jobs over stuff like that. And uh, rightly I, so. When you hear about it, it just turns your stomach. Uh, yeah, and I'm not accusing. In, yeah, I'm not accusing of anyone of anything. But let's find yeah. out. But kind of like Barney said, you know, we're just smoked or firewater, Ange. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Josh, great points, great call. Appreciate sure. your insights. Thanks, Josh. Five six one eight two five five. You want to chime in? So um, Roe v. Wade, the uh, Dobbs case, 
There was a 6-3 in favor of the Dobbs. Overturning Roe v. Wade was 5-4. John Roberts didn't hang in there when it came to overturning Roe v. Wade. But the uh, liberals have thrown temper tantrums. Just And I haven't been following the temper tantrums as closely as I probably should have, but it, it just as at a glance, it will be really interesting to see how quickly they dissipate. Will they can, you know, will this be 2020 all over again? Will they burn down cities? Here's the thing. I don't, you know, their idea of burning down cities, I think they wanted to basically to be domestic terrorists, <laughs> that they'd scare the you know, the poop out of people thinking, oh, if I don't capitulate to liberalism, then they're going to burn down my city. In fact, on Saturday, I was with some someone who said, you know, I'm, I'm glad they overturned Roe, but, you know, this is terrible timing with all the problems we have in our nation. And, gee, I wish they would have waited. To, to which I said, look, the, the idea that you're going to be held hostage by a bunch of bullies— because they're going to threaten to burn down your nation if they don't get their way. I said, boy, that's the last place you want to be. Mm -hmm. And by the way, kudos to the Supreme Court that you know they had all kinds of pressure and probably personal concern for the safety of their families. And and, and still have have those concerns. And yet stood tall with what they did. Here's the ironic thing about these protests. and I was watching some of them over the weekend. I was like, you know (laughs) – so so far where I saw most everything that was going on, it was happening in a Democrat city yeah. that's been run by Democrats forever. So these, these you know, domestic terrorists, in which they are, they're burning down the city that they live in, ran by Democrats, the people they voted in. And basically in those places where most of the um, protests are going on and most of the, the uh, vandalism is going on, in most of those places – that decision by the Supreme Court didn't change anything in that state. Right. They yeah. didn't change the thing. They'll still be they legal still go abortion. Get an exactly. abortion if they want to. Exactly. I mean, it's, I mean it's, there'll be a few metro areas that are in states where the states will switch. But, yeah, by and large. By and large, it's, it's probably very little change in most areas, really. What's interesting is there was a YouGov poll before and after the Supreme Court released their uh, Dobbs, their decision on the Dobbs case in Roe v. Wade. Interestingly— the generic congressional ballot, Republicans actually gained a percentage point. Hmm. So they were up uh, – again, this is national generic congressional ballot. They were up plus four. They're now at plus five. And there was a poll out where they were going out asking these protesters, what are the ramifications of the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade? And the vast majority of these protesters didn't have a clue as to what it really meant. They, they, their thought was, you no longer can have an abortion in the United States, which is you know, blatantly false, that it's, it's sent back to the states and the states will decide. And uh, once, once these numbskulls actually learn the truth— They're not going to learn it. That's the problem. Well, <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, really— uh, well, because you don't have a news media that's willing to educate them. And all the Democrat leaders are, are – I mean, they're they're singing that same song. They're, they're misinforming the public. The news media is in turn carrying the water for the Democrats. Yep. The, the night that happened, I listened – I rarely listen to Fox News just because I'd like to listen to all the other perspectives. See what the enemies are talking about. And it's like – I mean, they got the script. They – 
you, you can't have 15 or 16 journalists that phrase something every, the exact yeah. same way <laughs> yeah. every single time, Bingo. every term. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, they're toting the water and toting the lie for the Democrat Party. It's shameful. Meanwhile, even though we've got the Supreme Court, and here's, here's the frustrating part with, with liberals is they just basically shoot the bird at the rule of law. Oh, yeah. Yep. You had Javier Becerra. At the Aspen Ideas on Health, this is cut one, Clark, uh, talking to uh, one of the info babes at NBC News. Okay, I'm a chauvinist pig. Um, How's she look? That's the chauvinist pig. (laughs) Basically, basically saying we're willing to break the law in order to further the cause for abortions. Cut one. What are you doing concretely in response to the court's decision to try to help women? Well, we're working with uh, centers like Planned Parenthood, so we are uh, restoring funding for Title X uh, family planning services. We are working with uh, uh, supporters on the ground to make sure that we are providing services to women where we can. Uh, We are looking into everything, including assisting in transportation, something that HHS doesn't typically do. Can you do that legally? Uh, talk to me later. Uh, we're I mean, that's do, a big question, right? I, I always tell my team at HHS, uh, if you've done your homework, then we have no right to do mild. And so we're going to be aggressive and go all the way. And I, I would tell you if uh, you're recording, so I won't tell you. So, uh, this is all on the record, yeah. Mr. Secretary. We are looking at every option, and among those is transportation. What, say that again. We are looking at every option, and among those is transportation. Transporting women to other states. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Oh, isn't that funny? Uh, again, if this was reversed, if, uh, if uh, a Donald Trump cabinet member had said something that was blatantly illegal, it would be all over the news. You, you've got to go dig for this. Mm-hmm. to find it. And Becerra just basically is saying we are willing to break the law. The Supreme Court has said federal governments get your hands off the abortion issue. That is a state's right issue. And Becerra is basically saying, oh, we will go around the Supreme Court and we will do whatever we need to do in order to make abortion available. You know, and again, the news media, you, you hadn't heard it except you know, on a couple of conservative slanted programs um you know ruth bader ginsburg for years for years talked about that the road decision was a flawed legal decision yes i mean for years no zero mention of that you know they they yeah. you know they hold ruth bader ginsburg on a pedestal to being you know well they've started to turn on her now yeah they they're, they're on, mad at her that she didn't she resign. Didn't resign yeah and heck they ran briar out he just announced his retirement yeah. today um by the way, can we mention what we're going to do tomorrow? Oh, yeah, I think so. Because he just wrote on this, um, Charlie Hurt, who is the uh, opinion editor for the Washington Times. You see him all the time on Fox News. He's going to be with us tomorrow at 520. Uh, uh, Benny has li- lined him up for us. Look forward to talking to him. One of the things I want to ask him is his thoughts. See, I think the bigger issue with the libs and abortion. I mean, I know they're into sexual anarchy and they want abortion so they, you know, have a, a an escape clause for their sexual anarchy. But I really think the thing that is more bothersome for liberals on this 
is the idea of states' rights. They hate the Tenth Amendment. Yep. And th- when when the Supreme Court ruled in for to overturn Roe v. Wade, that that was a huge setback for um, for them because they want to be able to control everything from Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. The idea that we are now going to give more power back to the states is just uh, it, it, it just blows their mind this is a huge upset to their agenda of taking total control out of washington dc and ultimately handing that control over to the united nations yeah and time and time again the supreme courts particularly since roe versus wade what was 72 73 i think um 73 i mean not not only you know that ruling but ruling after ruling after ruling the Supreme Court inserted themselves where the citizens and their elected representatives should be, and that's making laws. Yeah. And and they've created laws where laws didn't exist, and that, that is not the purpose of the Supreme Judicial Court. Judicial activism. And, and that's why, to your point, that's why the Democrat Party, they won't centralize government control. They yeah. want all the control in Washington. They don't want any control in mid-America uh, or anywhere else. They don't want local representation. They want to control everything Bingo. in the Beltway. Bingo. Hey, we've got to take another time out. We know we've got a caller on the hold. We'll get to you as soon as we get back. Stay with us. More news and views coming up. I'm going to do my best to not drop an F-bomb. Is it all just a world gone crazy? My blood is boiling. I would love to know what the hell is going on in our country. We're a systemic, controlled demolition of America by the radical left. It's almost as if there's a group behind Biden just sitting around a table saying, how can we hurt the American people today? What can we do today? You know, I'm just so sick and tired of listening to Democrats all the time with this rhetoric. The game of politics gets exposed every day on News and Views with Tom and Benny on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. We try. We will continue to uh, try to bring you the best. Five six one eight two five five. Matthew from Havelock. Hey, Matthew. Hey, Matthew. Hey, how you doing? Doing well. Good to hear from you. Yes, sir. So I was calling. Um, <clears throat> the VA had enacted its very first vaccine mandate before Biden ever did any of them mm-hmm. back in July of twenty twenty one. If you're familiar with it. Um, I'll take your word for it. I don't remember it per se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for all for all healthcare workers and stuff, anybody that worked at the VA needed to be vaccinated or have a religious or medical exemption, and they uh, would accept the religious exemption just like they do for the CMS uh, executive order that was passed by the Supreme Court for anybody that accepts Medicare or Medicaid, and the you know any of the workers that have a religious exemption will be required to wear a mask and test weekly. <clears throat> now nurses at the VR are receiving word that the testing weekly and wearing a mask is no longer valid and um, their religious accommodation can no longer be accommodated. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I that. you know, if, I've not heard that either. What th- this is the no, other, they're, they're kind of doing it when all the news is about Roe v. Wade and yeah. everything's about inflation. And all of a sudden these nurses are getting, notification that if uh within three days you've got a choice to choose to be reassigned to a different job that is not in direct patient care for the va and if we don't hear back from you in three days then we'll assume you don't want reassignment and we will pursue further action and you'll have 14 days to either get vaccinated or get terminated so within the 30 days 
They're going to look for open, fully funded, vacant positions in the VA that don't require vaccination, which is none. Yeah, this so is this many- is this is so typical when the courts rule, and I think the Supreme Court has ruled in, in a parallel case with military that uh, you you don't have to be vaccinated. But you you hit the nail on the head. While everyone is looking at Roe v. Wade, they sneak this in. And again, this will be something that you've got a government bureaucrat who doesn't have to pay for the attorneys. They they throw out these mandates. And then if someone wants to fight it, they've either got to find an organization that will help them fight it or they're going to have to pay out of their pocket in order. Well, no, there are some good organizations that will will uh, be advocates for these individuals. But. But they're up to their eyeballs, you know. If they, if they have time, they'll do it. But uh, yeah, Liberty uh, Council is the only one, only one that I could find. And what blows my mind is that if Joe Biden himself, his executive order is held up in the Supreme, or, you know, in the courts right now, the Fifth, the fifth Circuit Court, I think it is down in Texas, they're they're holding that for all federal workers. If the president himself doesn't have the ability to write an executive order, how does one of his appointees, such as the VA secretary, have the power and control to initiate? and act on a mandate yeah. that's unlawful. And, you know, I mean, he's not even, so I've been, you know, a lot of us have been testing and wearing a mask for the last two years through the entire pandemic. And now all of a sudden it's an emergency and they got to get us out. Yeah, what, 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 yeah. I would really like to know what the emergency is. I mean, you know, the, the deaths and hospitalizations are at an all time low. And this whole Correct. idea that we got to vaccinate the kids nasty. is just, <clears throat> again, it, it sort of goes back to what we were talking about before the break. The, the libs hate the idea that we will actually put control back on the state level, and they hate the idea that they cannot control the individual. And it all comes That's down right. to, to control. Yeah. Hey, yep, screw hey, my religion and screw what I think. Hey, yep. Matthew, let me ask you this. Do you, do you have this in a form of a letter in writing or anything? Or? Oh, yeah, I absolutely do. Yeah, and I've already gotten – I'm trying to get Greg Murphy's office in on it, Senator Tom Tillis, the okay. union – Liberty Council. I've done everything I can, and uh, I couldn't find any lawyers that'll take up the you know, the fight. Nobody's interested in a vaccine mandate. Uh, they really did their homework with the Office of General Counsel, the OGC, and they said that's what took so long to roll it out, and now they got it, and you know they kind of got your neck on a on a chopping block. Yeah, if you can get on our website and email a copy of that to us, and you know, make sure the names are not on there. We'll uh, we'll be happy sure, to reach out to Dr. Murphy and. Uh, Maybe maybe Senator Tom Tillerson too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. In yeah, fact, Clark can take Clark take the information. Yeah. If you hold Clark can take the information and uh, see if we can't uh, get that information and reach out to to Congressman Murphy. I'd really appreciate it because everywhere I look, whenever you Google it, it's like, oh no, there's nothing going on in the VA. Everybody, we're accepting everybody. There's nothing in the news about it, and it's happening. All right. Well, we're going to put you on hold. Get that information to uh, Clark, and he can give you some email addresses, and uh, we'll follow up on it. Stay with us. We've got to take a break. We'll be right back. This is your Drive at 5 and ENC with Tom Lamprecht. Welcome back to News and Views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. So, uh, who is up next in the uh, Epstein case? Ghislaine Maxwell was sentenced to 20 years in prison for her role with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, New York Post is reporting Prince Andrew might be next. Mm. Didn't she say that if I go down, I'm taking a lot of people with me? She did. Mm -hmm. 
Now, I, in this article, I never saw Bill Clinton's name mentioned, but um, Prince Andrew is uh, there. There were a lot of people that were talking about the fact that uh, he could be next. The FBI could be going after him. I'm not sure what the ramifications is with him part of the royal family and overseas. Well, yeah, the royal family, I think they've kind of just— They've tossed him under the yeah, bus. Yeah, they've yeah. dissed themselves. I mean, he doesn't participate in anything, I think. Yeah, he's he's on the—he uh, was axed from his royal duties. Mm. It was the, the term that they put. This was, That was back in uh, 2019. Now, he tried to deny he never knew this Virginia Guffrey, mm-hmm. who supposedly—although he did settle with her out of court— you know, when if if you're a part of the royal family and you're paying someone who's accused you of sexual improprieties, <laughs> she was 17 at the time. Um, it, it looks it makes you look pretty guilty. And when your own family says, uh, "Buddy, you're out of here," well, plus, it's not much of defense. You know what? Hey, I committed adultery, but I didn't know she was underage. You know, <laughs> I mean that's. Kind of what he's saying, I guess. What's interesting about this now, remember Jeffrey Epstein supposedly committed suicide. Hmm. Supposedly committed suicide. Uh, that's that's still one of those mysteries that will go on for decades. So uh, will Maxwell now uh, kill herself? She now, was on Suicide Watch last week. Was she really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you follow the uh, Clinton initiative... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but if the Clintons have anything to do with it, she's not She's, safe. Co- she's committing suicide. <laughs> wow. And thanks for being with us. Good to be back. We'll do it again tomorrow. Again, 522 tune in. Charlie Hurt will be our special guest. We'll see you then. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, all right, all right.